listen in. Thanks for doing just that. Music. Music has some sort of magical, maybe mystical thing happening. Mystical. mystical. That couldn't be more sucked in. I love it. I love it. You see, I want to live life better, unless I'm in some sort of funk and all I want to do is wallow. Songs, artists, musicians, lyrics, they help me in all sides of life. They're like lifts in my shoes. I walk a little taller, my shoulders are on my back. Yeah. Bring on life. Bring it completely on. Bring on life. So I'm full of questions and I listen in. Luckily, or hopefully, I travel with a recorder and open SM58 microphones. You've got questions? You've got questions? I've got more. I'm Frank Jenks. I began listening in with a syndicated radio program, interspersing conversation pieces with songs and subject matter. And now, I just want to offer this fullness, the greatness, the insight directly from rock stars to you this way. I, I can't even remember how I first discovered Senses Fail. I, I know that when I did, I could feel the struggle. And struggle is a good thing. It is an interesting thing to meet someone every five years and dive directly deep into conversation. Personally, I love it. I especially do when it's someone like Buddy Nielsen. And when you realize, whether it's through his lyrics or this full-length interview, that his growth is stunning. Buddy has been making peace on the inside and shining light in the public. This was recorded on their bandwagon prior to their show in Michigan on October 18th, 2013. So, you, you know, what I was thinking is, I, I thought this um, new record, how do I actually pronounce it? Because I know it's Spanish for to be reborn. Uh, Renacer. Renacer. Yeah. That's the it of my Spanish today. <laughs> Renacer. <laughs> I don't I have a term. <laughs> we can roll the R's. I don't think you have to roll it, really. No. <laughs> you don't have you to. You don't have to roll. Not, not in that context. But I can choose to roll. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I guess what I was thinking uh, out loud to you right now is when you when you make big change, whether it's musically or in your life, how does that how does that affect people around you? And therefore maybe you. Because I think you made a big change musically, yes? Yeah, I mean, I think it's supposed to be positive. Yes. So it's... Um it should affect. I think when you change, it should affect people positively, or yeah. whatever change they're going through is wrong. Well, that's not always true. I mean, because I don't know. I mean, it really depends on who's who you're surrounded by. If you're surrounded by good people, then your change and, and your change will reflect in them, and you can tell. You can you can always tell sort of how um, people view you by paying it if you really pay attention to to people yeah. you really and you want to be really open and honest you can see how you're viewed and how you really are is mm. how people treat you back and I don't know I mean change affects everybody differently but the thing is we're always changing everything's sure. always changing so the idea of the, and the root of everything that bothers everyone is clinging on to the idea that there is some safety and permanence in anything so when you start 
accepting that it's called groundlessness, when you start accepting groundlessness, that everything is ever changing, you really start to live life as opposed to clinging to things that don't, aren't real. Because you, there's nothing that's stagnant. Everything is ever changing. Everybody is ever changing. Nothing ever stays the same. Nothing, everything is fluid and flowing. So when you, and, and everybody's taught that, that, that that's not a reality, mm-hmm. that you can control things. You can't control anything. You have no control over anything around you other than the way you perceive things. So if, um, once you start living life in a groundless way, nothing is scary because it can't be. Because every, it, once you accept that everything's changing and you have no control, you can face the fact that that's, that is, you know, the ultimate fear of most people. Yeah. Not, they don't have control over a situation or why can't I control my life or I did this but the world is against me or all this stuff and it really stems from the idea that we view life that we have some control over it. We have an ultimate, you know, grasping of, of how, you know, obviously we control certain things. I know we, it's, so, it's such a funny, like, fence we walk down, right? It's like, I, I want to control things. I want to let things go. I can't control everything, but I am in control of some things. And it's like yeah, but it's, it's I mean you're you're only in control you're only in control of the way you treat people and how you treat yourself. Yeah, and uh, I hear you. that's really the only thing you're in control of. Yeah, that's really all that you can control. And in controlling what you do put out is controlling what comes back to you. So you seem, I'll say, way different. Maybe that's an unfair statement. From the last time we spoke in 2008? Yeah, absolutely. You think that yeah. about yourself? Oh, yeah. Was there, like, major something that happened, or was it a... I mean, there's always something that happens. I, right, but <laughs> was there something that you go to and go, that's why I decided I want to make a positive impact, and when I leave people, I want them to feel better about whether it's themselves or the situation or whatever? Um, no, I just I just follow my inner intelligence and um, I follow whatever it is that mm-hmm. drives me to do and I don't question and I just do and I just instead of so are you following a different voice now then no it's the same voice you just get more in touch with it you know in that in that innerness yeah, yeah. is less angry I would say yeah absolutely I mean that you're now in touch with it was always it was it was never angry it was my other outside and and my other outside i love that dude my other outside our um, (laughs) i love that ego or whatever that was making everything negative or or you know it's but you gotta and there's there's always this quote everybody you know you gotta you gotta you have to live in the darkness to understand the light and all you know all that you really have to go through you have to go through suffering or, or whatever it is to really some sort of value understand it you, right. you can't understand you can't understand one without the other and that's that was a you know that's a teaching of everything it's like you can't understand yeah. one without the other you have to experience both so because were, they, that's the reality is they both exist yeah yeah and so were you wallowing in darkness yeah I mean yeah I think everybody you think does. so I mean yeah I know but you know how you can do more at times well, that's because times. that's all that I knew. What's all? Mm. No, I wasn't. Or I, or I just 
wasn't able to get in touch with there's a thing it's called Saturn returns and it's Saturn returns it's an astrological every 20 and nine and a half years Saturn returns to the place in in the universe okay. or whatever the solar system okay more you know um, that's how it where you were born it takes 29 and a half years oh really and um, everybody every 29 and a half years your first Saturn returns is when you get a chance to everybody happens to everybody you you get a chance to look at your life so far and be faced with it smacks you in the face with here is who you are are you going towards the person that you're supposed to be or are you moving further away from it it happens to everybody a lot of people maybe aren't open to the idea of it so they either shy away from it or they don't know what it is or they don't go towards it and you know I am um, moved I've move towards it it sort of happens around when you're 28 29 into your 30 31 and it's different for everybody and it's what it is is it's 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 almost like uh it's almost the um exactly what you need at that time for your life for you to it's not the same thing for everyone you know yeah. for some people it's a career decision for some people it's growing up for some people it's uh this it's that and then you have another one when you're 60 and you sort of almost that's you people don't really make it to their third one but uh you know you have another one and that's sort of where things are set and mm. you sort of look back on what you did you know and uh, you have this point right now where it's like you're at the middle of your life and you can really decide to keep going where you're going or make a change to go towards what you're supposed to be and everybody gets that opportunity but it's a matter of whether people embrace it or or ignore it or but it's not happenstance i mean it's not this it's this thing it happens it's uh it's a midlife crisis it's the same yeah. it, it, there's a there's a name for it there's a time period of right. time when it happens happens to everybody and a lot of people just don't know what it is or ignore it or every if you look around at anybody who's 28 29 30 they're all their lives are in a state of of somewhat chaos so i love it that you said that we have a chance to I'll say be reborn, if that's the word we're using, kind of right. But is that what you're trying to do with this record, is saying to people, you have this opportunity, you have this chance to begin again, or at least take a look at your I mean, I didn't know life. about any of this, nor did I even... I wrote this. This all came from my subconscious. I wasn't even really at a point where I was really, like, set on... Mm any of this when it was written when it was written it was very much like this just came out mm. and but that's what happens i write things and then i live them out i mean that's sort of that's why it's a mythology a personal guide a personal mythology of that's it's that's what it is it's my mythology it's uh that's what you know artists create and is myths for people to live out and act and it's it's, it's right. coming alive the same thing that we all share but alive and and so I live it out. I, 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 it comes out, and then I live it. Was it a uncomfortable place for you to live no. that out? Because you know what I mean? Because if, if people are expecting your lyrics, we're talking about lyrics right now, or music, yeah. right? If they're expecting you to vent, purge, whatever, and they don't, they don't get that, they see you, at least I hear you in my, this is, this is one listener speaking, right? I hear you trying to lift me up, if not lift yourself up, if not lift others up. 
I just wondered if that was an uncomfortable place for you to write from. No. Because of whatever potential backlash you might get from whoever because no, I don't, because I don't, it didn't meet no. expectations, I guess, right? No, I don't I don't really. Okay. Okay. No. Yeah, dude. So, can I talk about some of the lyrics that I just sure. thought were right in the center of my chest? I actually want to jump into um which I I know I'm jumping ahead, but Courage of the Knife. Sure. Because I thought I thought it's a lot about a little bit what we talked about last time we spoke was religion kind of messes things up Mm -hmm. yet somehow we got to follow our heart and i love that opening line embrace each day with amazement inhale the sun Mm -hmm. dude i just love that (laughs) i just love that idea that when my eyes open it's like i've got a choice i've Mm -hmm. got a choice yeah no i don't know just people to be exploratory rather than there's nothing wrong with religion just people don't well, the people in religion I've got problems with, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I, it really just depends. It becomes... it. Um, they, they all say the same thing, and, you know, it's... Uh, uh, they, 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 I, there's a quote, it's like, there's only one truth, but the sages call it by different names. Mm-hmm. And it's, that's, it's all, that's the truth. I mean, that is, there is one truth, and the one truth is the same thing all of the religions are talking about. It's just a matter of how it's distorted by what people wanted or you know what I mean it's, yep, you can sure. reach the same thing by any of them it's just a matter of uh, how willingly open you are to pursue it tell me if I'm beating a dead horse here but are you searching for God throughout this record are you searching for yourself well, it's the same thing uh, okay okay but that's what you're kind of doing through this yeah record? I mean it's the same yeah. thing though I mean God is yourself is within you there is this um you can tap into something that is god yeah i'm not a bible guy i just remember there was something in the bible that's something about the kingdom of god is within you now the thing is with the bible the thing is with the bible is people misinterpret the spiritual aspect of it and they try to make it Westernized when it's really so much more about a spiritual, not uh, rich. Uh, ri- I mean, it's very ritual based. But the thing is, there's a lot of the like mysticism of Christianity has been wiped away, demystified. Same. Well, same thing with 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 all the three major. Judeo-Christian religion, the mysticism that existed in 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 the original form yeah. was put away, and but that's in, that's what religion is. Religion is getting in touch with the. It answers the questions that we all know you can't answer, and the only way you can answer them is through a spiritual experience, through wow. faith. But they're all believing in the same thing. They all believe in the same thing. And their leaders and the person that you choose to follow is the same person. So Jesus is Buddha, is, is Muhammad, is, you know, is, confu- you know, all, it's all the same thing. They just say it different ways. And you can follow any of them and get what you're looking for. Some f- of them work better for certain people. I figure all, most, are trying to point us toward light. All of them are. Not, none, nothing. That's what everybody wants. And the only thing that stops people from doing that is their fear 
of the fear of being vulnerable and that's that's what stops people from experiencing that and it's the same thing they you know compassion is the gateway to and that's every single religion preaches compassion for people because that is the way that we when you start to recognize that everybody is the same and we are all the same down to the very point that we share the same inner collective unconscious that is tapped into the universe and that it's all a reflection of of the same thing um and that's what all religion is saying god is jesus is god is the son of god is is you is the kingdom of heaven is in you it's all this it's just the same as the inner self and all of the stuff in hinduism and, and buddhism and the Tao. you know what is not, it's all the same it's all exactly the same thing and it's just it's just like mythology how mythology from one ancient civilization who never met another ancient civilization is exactly the same they have the same creation stories because it's the same thing everybody is the same thing and when you start to like we're moving towards that everybody's moving towards that uh, it's the world is getting better people want to pretend people are desperately trying to cling to the idea that the world is getting worse and that life is getting worse and we're moving towards a a renaissance of 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 a awakened sort of society that cares about each other and cares about we we're coming and that will be the thing that will allow us to leave this earth if we ever get there you know because we won't be able to ascend beyond this physical earth yeah unless we as individuals you know spiritually understand that and then collectively as a group if we all are able to understand that we we look at it as as there you know what i mean it's like yeah. we'll never be able to be space fearing uh beings if we don't have a renaissance of of a uh, of a of, of an awakened sort of world which we're going towards that we're moving towards that it's just it's the way that it's supposed to go everything's happening as it's supposed to uh i then then the question mark that i had beside this is the death of the subconscious you knew is exactly what you're speaking about there yeah, right? yeah. which you know follows with the follow follow the inner voice follow the truth which continues to unless we let the light shine through. I love that. Thanks. I love that in Reborn. In uh, Renaissance. Same. I mean, same, same thing. <laughs> I can say hola. <laughs> hola, buddy. <laughs> um, so is this the most important time in your life? Yeah, I think it's the, definitely. I mean, it's when I made a decision I could keep going towards something or go towards what I'm supposed to do and what I'm supposed to be and embrace the, the reality of what I've been trying to ignore and what everybody is trying to ignore. Everybody, you know, it's everybody <laughs> is trying to ignore. Everybody has this inner dialogue, this inner voice that, you know, the times are like, I wish I could do this or I wish I could say that or, or, or I wish I could. And they ignore that. And that's, that's your true 
who you are. I mean, that's how you are as a child, and that's that's one of the things with Taoism and Eastern philosophy. It does uh, mostly Taoism, but to return to your childlike state, which is not being naive, but not being judgmental. You're not judgmental of yourself or people around you, you know, and that's really what is going to lead to happiness isn't happiness isn't a selfish thing and like that's what I think I didn't really understand Mm. is it's not it's not a selfish you can't you can't be happy well there's like I guess there's a Buddhist quote that says you know he says I want to be happy and he says take away I and take away want because that's Mm. I is ego and want is desire you know when you're just and when you become compassionate, you take away desire, you take away your ego, therefore giving you happiness. And that's sort of what Buddhism teaches. And Christianity teaches the same exact thing, but you, you, know, you have a hard time explaining to Christians that Buddhism and Christianity are exactly the same thing, just said in a different way. Because they're both so similar as far as compassion and the way that they drive you to be that is how you reach happiness and enlightenment is by going and being compassionate to everyone including yourself i i believe that uh compassion and vulnerability for too many people equals weakness and i think i'm as i'm stronger than ever when i can be vulnerable and when i can show real compassion yeah no i I, mean i believe that in myself now, I'm not saying I do it because I'm still a man who lives on this earth who has to go, nobody can mess with my area because I own this area or whatever it is, right? And mm-hmm. kind of a BS guy that I am, I guess, right? <laughs> Holy Mountain, I thought, was the one song that maybe wasn't a God song, if I were to go down that. But it's sort of, I, I thought it was a lot about letting, I guess, a, I, guess I think love will save you. Yeah, I mean, that's sort of that. You know, and I love love for yourself, love for other people, love for everything around you. And it's really the only thing that it's really the only thing to move towards. Ever, you know what I mean? It's just like it's pretty. That's the thing is, it's so simple, but it's very complicated. I mean, that's simple. The hardest part is that you spend half your life being taught to ignore it or just not. You know what I mean? Like, basically, well, a lot of it is, is is. Fear is fear. You would you need to live fearlessly, and there's another Buddhist. Um, I, I don't. I'll say this is a, a Buddhist thing, <laughs> a no, no, Buddhist thing. This is Tibetan. An unexamined but, life isn't worth living, which I've certainly heard before. Yeah, that's a, uh, I think that's so a, beautiful. Though. I forget who said that. But that's I don't care how many people say it. I've heard it a zillion yeah, yeah, times, yeah. and I still need to hear it. Yeah, yeah. I still need to hear it, and yeah. it's like, I swear, I could tattoo it on my inner hand and <laughs> slap it on my head every yeah. day. And I still have to be reminded whether it's through song or, or just a conversation with a friend like you, right? Mm-hmm. Who says, are, "Are you really looking at? Are you really trusting what's on the inside of you?" Me? You know? Yeah. I mean, I'm saying, I'm saying. Oh, oh, oh! That's yeah. what I'm asking myself. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. it's so easy to get busy in life. Well, yeah, everybody has an inner dialogue with themselves, and what I've learned through um, Buddhism is about stopping the inner dialogue. The inner dialogue is an illusion. The, your thoughts are an illusion. Your your negative, your negative dialogue, your judgmental dialogue is something that isn't. That is not real. 
that is not who you are. And for so many people, it becomes who they are and what they are. It's their, mm. their dialogue. Everybody has this dialogue. Everybody has this fear, this anxiety, and you realize that you need to stop it and, and let it be what it is, but don't ignore it, but move towards it. Move towards the fearfulness. And people spend their entire lives trying to run away from anxiety, from depression, from... And the thing is, you need to embrace it. You need to become friends with it. You need to... Trying to ignore it, just like it flows, you know, and being anxious is there's this story, I guess. I've just been reading a lot of Buddhism stuff, so there's a uh, story that um, I guess this one this one woman said to her spiritual teacher, and she was like, you know, I have anxiety, and I'm, I'm you know, struggling with panic attacks, and he said, well, I know what that is, and he gave it a name, he called it blah, 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 bliss, and he was like, this is just another form of being alive. It's not a negative. It's just another way to be alive. It's not, and that's... That's really embracing. It's an, Yeah, well, it's just another way to remind you that you're alive. It's another anxiety, and, and it, the only way to deal with anxiety is to embrace it and let it... But give it a hug. I mean... Because you can't run away from it. If you run away from it, it, running away from it and trying to ignore it and trying to forget it and not right. have it there is what creates more anxiety. Right. right. But let's say, let's say we're buddies, buddy, and I see you going through this really anxious time. What I want to do as a friend is to come up to you and go, don't worry about it. Let go of all the anxiety. Forget it. Instead of saying, embrace this, man. Or like, what is your anxiety? And go towards it. Like... And it's all rooted in the fact that you're basically trying to hold on to something that isn't real. Anxiety is the fear of what could happen, which right. is why, you know what I mean? Anxiety, I know, is the fear, yeah. anxiety is the fear of what could happen. So, <laughs> And I'm not happy about it. <laughs> so if you let go of, of, of trying to hang on to something, you know what I mean? Like, well, then, then I think that's why you wrote Closure Rebirth, right? Because you want to surrender. Yeah to whatever it is in my head I have it a god thing here but you have to surrender to be able to live we just have to accept life for what it is rather than fighting it and that's what yeah. so many people do is they fight against it and like I said you try to you try your best to manipulate everything and you think you're in control and then when something doesn't go your way or when something is a little different it destroys your world because and then you constantly you're constantly looking for safe zones of where you feel safe in your world when the reality is you're never going to feel safe until you start practicing mm. the idea of groundlessness of, of that groundlessness it, is my favorite word today because uh, I've never said it before yeah, it's, uh, there is no there's, you're floating you're free falling constantly you know, and so, yet I think I've been taught to try to remain grounded in every way that word could possibly mean being groundless in turn is ground is grounding yourself because what we're doing is by grounding ourselves is not allowing ourselves to you know not allowing not allowing things to happen like or if they happen allow them to happen right yeah i mean you, know you mean? don't have a choice right anyways so you can look at everything as you know what is this going to teach me or what is this going to so, so what are you going into? Uh, then I think I jumped a little early into closure rebirth. Yeah, yeah. But can you talk to me about that song uh, about 
again, surrendering and I think determining and deciding it's time to live and live full tilt. Yeah. I mean, definitely, that's definitely it. I mean, that's definitely the, that's the essence of the whole record, but that song specifically is, you know, about that. And I think my, I think I'm embracing for me is my role of, I need to spread this to people and whatever, whether it's Mm -hmm. through music or through whatever. I, I have ignored the fact that I'm supposed to help people because that's something that I don't want the re- didn't want the responsibility of doing. Um, but it's pretty clear that I've already been doing that. I've just been ignoring it. Yeah. So, um, uh, w- the words of that song is "How well did did you that's love?" A, that's I mean that's a from, that's a boot that's from right. Buddha. But I wondered if those are not only questions we ask ourselves maybe at the end of life, but maybe at the end yeah. of the day. Yeah, I mean, you can, I mean... You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. when I put my head on the pillow, I kind of go, I don't... But the thing is, the thing is, exactly. the thing is, you but have to, and you have to be non-judgmental when you ask yourself anything. Right. And that's the big part that people don't understand about everything is non-judgment doesn't just work towards other people. It works. And that's something that Christianity really doesn't impress. And that's something that, that I think lacks in, in Christian values is that, that this rigidness towards the self, because... People are too hard on themselves, especially in America. And mostly in in our culture, Mm -hmm. it's almost impossible for people to allow themselves to just be okay with who they are. But if my parents raised me and messed me up, so when I say, did I not forgive today? And I go, God damn, I didn't do that. I should have done that. And I beat myself up, right? Where does that conversation go? Do I have to sit there and talk with God about it? Do no, I it's not. You just, the thing is, the inner dialogue, and, and I have to, because I, I got to find somebody to talk to, because I didn't forgive my wife laying next to me enough, and she's still pissed at me because I didn't. For, you know what I mean? You know how you can kind of get in that that bubble of of anger toward yourself and self-deprecation. Yeah. Well, and, you. Do, I mean, that, that's the thing is, you need to, like, you just that's that's part of stopping the, you know, the inner. It's called in Tibetan Buddhism. It's called shempa, which is. I mean, it's a loose term, but it's anything that causes you to bite the hook of the illusion, your inner monologue, your the illusion of judgment, the illusion of of of, of ignoring reality. You know, mm-hmm. reality is usually something that people don't, you know, not being honest with yourself, not being honest with those around you, and when when you start to be judgmental I mean of yourself that's part of what keeps everybody from spreading light yeah or 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 it's just being there's no sense in being judgmental because if you just just knowing that you didn't do it is enough to reward yourself to, to get it just even under just even like the idea that just the idea, you know what I mean? Like, just even for one second, you stop and pause and think about it. That's mm-hmm. so much more. That's so much more than that's all you can ask yeah. of yourself. And yeah. over time, maybe you develop into other, you know, more and more and more. But if you just, it starts with just a. Just acknowledging that it's happening. So, so do you meditate or pray or anything? Yeah, every no? day. Um, is is that a practice? Is it a discipline? 
or is it just something that happens well, all I mean, the time? I mean, there's different schools of it. The one, I mean, I practice, I, I do yoga. I do this thing called Kundalini Yoga, which is a, like a Sikh okay. thing. Okay. Um, and that's very intense and very psychedelic and very uh, aggressive. Um, but then I practice mind- aggressive form of yoga because I've done yoga. Yeah, well, this isn't. A, it's not about this. It's a purely spiritual thing. It's not about the. I do the physical stuff too, which yeah. I enjoy, and then I do mindful meditation, which is just sitting mm. and letting it be. Well, letting whatever it is. You, you basically you sit there, and you're open to everything, and that's really that's what living life is. You're open to everything, and if if anxiety comes in, if good things come in. You acknowledge that it's a thought and you let it go. And it's, it's about that's where life happens. Life doesn't like, – we think life happens in our inner thoughts. And life happens away from there. And when you mindfully meditate, it helps to cultivate, a, I think, an awareness of the true nature of being, which is – and you can really practice forgiving yourself and – in because mindful meditation, when you want to meditate straight to relax or only for the good of of your feeling, I think you're missing. There, which is it's a great uh, it's a great form of it, but I think mm-hmm. when you do mindful meditation, it's more of a, it's not about relaxing. It's not it's about just whatever is there is there. Uh, so th- then I want to jump to ancient tombs. Then maybe you're yeah, yeah. kind of in that world of meditation, if if you will. Um, the light in my soul shows the way to the hidden road. I think that's a quote from someone. I don't care. It's a great line. <laughs> if, if this is the way that I'm getting my, my information for my, for my spirit, mm-hmm. I don't, in essence, really, you know what I mean? Don't care where it comes yeah, from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, it's all, you know. Yeah. But uh, is that a lot about finding yourself after you turn your life around? Or that's how you find yourself by turning your life around? I mean, both, whatever comes first. Yeah, really. I guess that's right. all. Yeah. It is kind of It's all. I mean, the first, I think the key is for most people is to have that one experience that shows mm-hmm. the, 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 whether, you know, most people, these are having that spiritual experience is what kick, kick starts most people yeah. into. And that, I think that just comes when it's ready to. Yeah. So the thing is, it's there. I think it happens to a lot of people. I just think people ignore it, or, or, yeah. you know what I mean, or, yeah. or maybe, I don't know. Uh, do you still feel this way? And I know you said it. Uh, you said you wrote this before. You've reached some sort of awakening in your life, right? The 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 twenty nine year Saturn returns. Saturn returns. I was gonna say rising. Uh, out of the song Canine, I wasted the fire in me. I wasted the choir in me. So do you feel like you wasted that? No. Now? No. So it's just a different... Yeah, no, I don't yeah. think anything's ever a mistake or has been wasted. I don't really right, feel Right, yeah, that. I know. But, I, but when I read those words, I sometimes think, well, maybe there I think is it's some just, regret I think it's there. looking at a time and saying that, you know, I think it's more... I don't know if I really feel that way or if it just sort of fits with the song and right. explaining them. Well, because I think there's a part of forgiving yourself and there's a part of embracing the way we lived yeah. and going, well, I wouldn't be here if I hadn't. Exactly. You yeah. know, and whether it is I wasted shining light or I didn't. Yeah. But I still believe that even through, even from that conversation five years ago, I mean, I was, 
I must have seen something, mm -hmm. right? Because I've, I'm still on this path of trying to find more, mm -hmm. something beyond myself mm -hmm. to get in touch with. So I must have, I must have seen something or heard something then that I went, wow. Mm -hmm. You know, you're writing about you're writing about it then, just maybe from a different angle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been writing about it since I decided to start the band. I mean, really. I mean, the name, it all, it's all just, and that's, it's all part of the the journey and yep. the point and that's what the it's journey all, and the point you know it's all it's um it's all uh, inclusive really best advice i've gotten in the last six months uh was from an artist named peter himmelman if you know who he is uh from probably the what late 80s 90s or something he said you know it doesn't it doesn't really matter that somebody's that you get knocked down because everybody gets knocked down what are you gonna do when you get up and i guess that's why i love the song glass because, you know, when, when you're in there and it doesn't matter if you fall down, just get the F back up. Yeah. Or, 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 I mean, if you even want to look at it even further, I mean, there's no real getting knocked down unless you allow it. Allow it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if somebody comes yeah, in and, yep. and, you know what I mean? Like, and that's, that's the next step after learning to get back. You know what I mean? That's the next step after that is... That there is no reason to ever be knocked down by anyone or anything because that's a choice. That's a, and every that's the other thing is that people don't realize is that everything, all perspective, is a choice. You know. But so many people bitch about getting knocked over. Yeah, well, that's because that's time. because they're continually attached to the idea that they have some control over not getting knocked over. When you apt, you when you admit that. You don't have control over it. You, your dog dies or your friend dies or your mother. When you're faced with the absolute, you know, yeah. realness of life, which is death, and you, re you, you can really realize that you don't have control over it. So do we – Or, but most people just – you know, most people that's – why, that's why grief – It was a real, you know, interesting way to see how people really look at the rest of their life, you know, because it's just, it's, um, it's, uh, when you, like, when you realize you don't have control, I mean, it's my thing, it's I created suffering for myself by trying to pretend that I control things mm -hmm. and not being open to everything because that's when life is fun, is when it's exciting, when every day is something new and exciting because that's the reality and it sounds really cliche and stupid but it, it's really not I mean you if can really truth. really like when you can really start to live like that it's so much more fun and when you're really not afraid when you try to live fearlessly um, and fearlessly is not is, is fearlessly is having the the balls to let it all in not just the good you know, let the bad in too, and let the bad just be. You know. So then, talk to me about the song "Snake Bite." I guess that's uh, about examining who I was and who I want to be. I guess. So, do we only do we have ourselves to depend on, or do we need to depend on each other? Because we're in this world together, right? Yeah, yeah, but. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know if it's a, it's a collective thing, but I think 
it's about people the more people that can spread the word and like i look up to people like there's a lot of people doing it right now we're at a specific time where if you talk to a lot of psychics or if you talk to a lot of people if you talk to a lot of spiritual people this time there's a lot of people centering it around like 12 16 or 2016 or something a lot of people feel that there's going to be some event it may be not an actual event it may just be that they're going to pass into a time of uh, great awareness for mm-hmm. whatever it is and and you know we work in phases we go through you know the, you go through history and you look at times of of great growth and uh, you know we have the renaissance you have the cr- the classical greek era you have the the, the 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 middle ages which are seen as the absence of the roman empire which was you know a very dark time in yeah. You know, I, and, and, mm-hmm. and I feel a lot of people feel like we're going to be entering that. So I think that when you look around and, and the more people that spread the word, the easier it will be for everybody to get there. You know, you look at I, I just for instance, people I look at Joe Rogan. I listen to his podcast all the time. And he's somebody that's actively trying to just have conversations like this so that people can because everybody wants to move towards it. It's just like. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you need. It's almost some. like though it's not cool to move toward. No, it. you know it's just I mean? no. I mean, it's not 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 cool. I but just, it's real. Yeah, and uh, Anthony Bourdain, and just people that are telling the truth. Vice Magazine, people that are willing to tell the truth, and um, that's something that um, is. Uh, I think the more people that do that, the easier it will be, and therefore the more people that can, I think, be actually happy rather than. You know, it's different too when you live in America, when you live on in, in, in Westernized society. Not that any other society is better, or it's just the the rules we impress upon ourselves are very rigid here. Uh, whereas, you know, in other parts of the world, they're a little bit more relaxed, and I think people tend to have a more sense of um, openness. Whereas in America, it's very much more difficult to do that. And sometimes I wonder why I live here for that reason, right? But the other part is I think because I'm I'm powered up by knowing you, right? Because we're in the same room together right now. I'm charged up to think somebody else is seeking truth mm-hmm. similar to me. Not exactly the same way, but really similar to me, at least in my head. And that makes that that fires me up to think I'm not alone on this island. Mm-hmm. You know, because if I'm going to talk with how many rock stars that I've done over the last 10 years, I kind of go, am I the only guy out here asking these questions? No, I mean, there's lots of people you just need to, you know, you just, they're, they're, they're getting out there. But if we're all on islands around there and we don't have a collective, I don't know, voice seems goofy, but, you know, but if we don't have a collective power amongst us and we know that we're all in this together, then sometimes this island gets lonely and I go, eh, you know, screw it. <laughs> I don't have well, time for like this. A, Let me go interview, uh, you know, Katy Perry. There's like a, I guess there's a Rumi quote. Rumi's a... Uh, no, no, great poet. Yeah, I mean, he says, um, you know, don't be alone. The, the universe is inside you. Or, mm-hmm. or then he has another quote. What is, what you're seeking is seeking you. I mean, mm-hmm. so it's sort of just a... I don't know, I don't know what it's like because I feel compelled. I don't... I have people around me that support this because that's how I was brought up and that's it's part you know 
It's just I'm lucky to have that. So, so did you have to move people away from you that weren't supporting? No, I mean, no, nobody this? doesn't support it. Like, there's no, yeah. no one will ever not support you being a better, nicer person. <laughs> yeah, but there are times when I hear people talking about artists that kind of go, yeah, they're just so full of their preachiness, and it's like, yep. get off your high horse and that sort of a thing. And I think, wow, they're just trying to suck the light out of the room or the song or the person, right? Or just suck everybody down into their own depth, mm-hmm. you know? And and then then I think, well, I, I don't want to be around those people because it doesn't, because they're shading the light that I think could be emanating from said song, said mm-hmm. bandwagon, you know? And I just, that's why I just asked that question. If people were around you that you kind of went, eh. No, I mean, I, I, learned, I learned to learn from the people that, those people are the people that through you, I don't you know, I don't know. I'm not so worried about those people. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? And I don't feel bad for those people, but. Hmm. I that's funny because I think I do feel bad for them sometimes. I don't, I don't feel bad for But them. that's me judging them, isn't it? That's yeah. all I'm doing. I mean, I don't feel bad. It's, it's just, it's there. You can give them what they need. And they'll be open to it. I guess I've always found for me, and maybe this is the way I made up, it's easier to be sucked down into that muck than it is to pull people yeah, it's, out it's of definitely, the Yeah, it's definitely easier. It's definitely, either. It's definitely yeah. easier. And that's why it takes work and to be the right. opposite. Right, and that's why I want to elevate this conversation, your music, your work, to a place where people will go, all right, you know what? I have the strength to pull my friend out of the muck or my wife or whatever addiction somebody's going through or whatever the issue is, right, you know? That's what I hope. So thanks for yeah. Yeah, thanks for helping me lift weights, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I should have to. Anyway, thanks, dude. Yeah, man, thank you. My soul gets a little unnerved when we start bouncing around. Felt like I was scouring Buddy for how he got there. Or how how can you and I move into a better way, in a better place? Hey, I'm just glad we're searching and we're moving. Thank you, thank you, thank you for reals. I know you're searching. Don't, don't stop. Keep on scouring lyrics and songs and movies and books and anywhere you can find inspiration. Because, and I know I'm still wrestling with this, you are worthy of love and a great life. Give and get. Listen in and share the goodness. I sign off sincerely, comma, Frank Jenks. Questioner, interviewer, searcher, hoper. Hoper.